0: Howdy, howdy, my friends, once again, and welcome to episode number 24 of the Daily Run Through the Book of Titus. And lately, the Daily Run has seemed like a daily crawl because we are going so slow through um, the Book of Titus. And those of you that know me, you know that's how I roll. So I probably should have called this the Daily Crawl Through the Bible. And maybe someday I will change the name of my podcast to that. But for now, it's the daily run, and uh, I think it's the daily run not because of the speed we're going through the Bible, but because they're just little sprints, little 10-minute shots um, from the Bible, and today we are, again, in Titus one 8 we We're talking about the qualifications for an overseer that Paul has given Titus, and the next one on the list is a word I know you've heard before. The word is holy, and so... Paul tells Titus that the man should be holy. Now this is kind of tricky because this word um, is not one that I think most people apply to themselves. I think most of us don't say, yes, I'm holy. Um, I've never thought of that, you know, about myself said, yes, that describes me. Holy. Um, When I think of holy, I think of like Jesus, you know, the holy, you know, the holy one. And um, so anyway um what does that mean what does it mean to be holy you know so i just just for kicks you know i had uh, my blue letter bible app here and i just punched on the little number if you've never used the blue letter bible super easy and you, you can punch on the little number and it opens up a little dialogue and i can look at that and it says interlinear and so what i can do is if i if my if my uh, app works, which it's not at the moment. But if I touch on that, it opens up another window and it shows me the um, the original Greek words that I'm looking at. And it talks about what they um, what they might mean. And so when you're talking about holy, it talks about things like purity without sin. Um, you know, and, and, and so again, it's one of those things you think, well, wait a minute, I'm, we're looking for a guy who is, it calls him just, you know, upright um, and holy you know, without sin, that nobody meets that. Nobody, that's nobody, you know? And so what do we do with that? What do we, what do we do? And so I think, I think part of it is to understand how the word holy is used in the Bible because it is used a number of different ways. It is, it is referred, you know, to, um, to the Lord, but you see it, you see it in other places Um, in references to the, you know, the Old Testament priests and, you know, with this, this, You know, they would have these things that said, you know, holiness to the Lord. In fact, that was, it was written upon or inscribed upon a golden plate that was worn on Aaron's head when he was the high priest. And it was on the head of every high priest that would be worn upon their turban that said, you know, holiness to the Lord. So what does that mean? Well, the idea of holiness means uh, to be set apart, right? To be set apart. I had a friend that I met years ago. is from um, from Switzerland, and we were, um, were I just started playing guitar. He had played guitar, and we were talking about, you know, playing together. And I don't remember the, the course of the conversation, but he was sharing with me about something that he'd read, and I I've never been able to verify this, but I don't I don't necessarily doubt it. Um, but it's, I thought it was an interesting thought. And he was talking about in ancient Israel that uh, the musicians only played their instruments to the Lord. And I don't remember exactly what his point was, but I think it was probably because, you know, I was playing blues stuff You know? and he was like, you know, as a Christian, don't you want to play to Jesus? And I was like, well, I can play the blues to Jesus, you know, but, um, the, like the anti-blues, the, the, uh, I don't have the blues because I know the Lord, whatever. But, um, but anyway, uh, his, his point was holiness to the Lord that they dedicated those instruments to be played only for god this thing was only for his use it was not used for other things and sometimes we we still have that attitude towards some things um there are some things that we just feel like that's that's holiness to the lord you know maybe like tithe money that's given to the church like that shouldn't be spent on 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 things that are not for for the lord's work you know well are we buying snacks for the congregation after church well, maybe, um, for the, you know, for the fellowship and the time together, enjoying food together. That's not a bad thing. Um, but you know, is it to buy things that have nothing to do with the church? Is it, you know, to buy NFL Sunday ticket? Well, what's that to do with, you know, with the church, we're using the church's money for other things. Well, what if it's the pastor buying NFL Sunday ticket for himself? Well, is it with the money that he was paid for for the work that he did at the church? Well, that's different. That's not the church's money anymore. Uh, it was used to support the pastor, and you know maybe NFL Sunday ticket is something that blesses him, and he rejoices in Jesus when he watches it. I don't know. Not my, not my, not my concern. The point is that if we saw that money being used to uh, buy pornographic materials, we would say, "What in the world is going on? What is what? That's that's not." what this is this is not holiness to the lord that that, that money's set aside for the lord uh, years ago i was at i was at summer camp and i had a group of kids that went and there were some kids that were there as helpers who were older so i think what must have been middle school camp or sixth grade camp whatever we had some high schoolers and they were the, the younger kids were going to bed and i was down with the younger kids and i realized that that some of the high school kids were uh, not back at the cabin yet and i thought well i'm gonna go check and see what they're doing and I went up to the chapel and they were in the chapel watching some Quentin Tarantino movie. Now, back before I was discerning about what I watched, um, I watched uh, a couple of Quentin Tarantino's first two movies. And I do know this, the, the language is extremely vulgar, the topics of conversation also extremely vulgar, ungodly, et cetera. And they're watching a movie that I had not seen, but I didn't know who the writer-director was, and I knew, you know, the genre. And and it really upset me um, that they would do that because I was like, this is, this is the camp chapel. This place is dedicated to the Lord. This, you know, it's holiness to the Lord. This place is set apart for God's work. Now, we do a lot of fun stuff in there, but it's all for the purpose of, camp right it's all for the purpose of the final thing what we're trying to accomplish at camp and in seeing young people come to know jesus and grow in him so we might play games and activities but the whole point is for his glory so anyway it really bothered me and, and i said something about that like this is really not appropriate it wasn't number one it wasn't appropriate for them to be watching anyway because um not all of them were over the age of 18 um also you know here they are they're at camp to serve the Lord and they're spending their time watching stuff that was very ungodly. But, but the, to me that, that chapel was a place that was, you know, holy, not like it had a special power or it was closer to God, but holy in the fact that that was set aside for the, for God's purposes, you know? And so to be using that for their own entertainment in a very fleshly fashion seemed very vulgar and um Just wrong to me. Now, I may be, I may have been completely wrong about the whole thing. I, I said to them later, you know, the issue isn't necessarily even that you were watching this movie in the chapel. It was, it's not that the, that the chapel was, you know, this magical place, but, it, but it was set aside for God's purposes. And, and so, but at the time I said to the kids, really the issue is, you know, why are you, why are you, you're, why are you focusing on that? Why are you putting that in your mind when we're here this week is holiness to the Lord? this week is set aside for him totally for him that's the whole point of camp not the whole point of those kids going to church camp was not for their you know all for all kinds of other things find girlfriends and you know and to watch movies we know the whole purpose was to set aside this week to get closer to the lord and so as a leader as a leader when it says holy i think the idea is that his life is set aside for the lord that he's that he understands that his He's called and he's set apart to serve Jesus. Now, in that manner of holiness, that that should be us. That ought to be us where we say, you know, I, I am holiness to the Lord. I am set aside for his use. I am dedicated to his service. And so when he's talking about picking a leader, he's saying, pick somebody well, at least that's what I believe he's saying, is pick somebody who recognizes that they are set aside for the Lord's purpose. There's a calling aspect to it. You know, you're called out of the world. You're called out to be different, to be set apart, holiness to the Lord. And so that's the kind of person you want leading. You don't want a worldly person leading. You don't want a person who is, has a divided heart between, between serving the Lord and serving the, you know the things of the world. You want that person who is set aside, holiness to the Lord. God bless you. Talk to you next time.